Hello and welcome to Nigerian History Real Key. This podcast and YouTube channel is dedicated to sharing the stories and exploring the fascinating history of Nigeria. Nigeria has a rich ancient history that spans millennia. I cover it all from its ancient empires to its people and its eras. So join me on this journey as we explore the history of Nigeria. Please follow and subscribe wherever you get me from for more content. A fun fact about childbirth in Nigeria is that in some cultures, babies are not named immediately after birth. Instead, they're given a temporary name based on the day of the week that they're born. For example, a baby born on Monday might be called Sigun for a boy or Simisala for a girl. The permanent name is usually chosen after a naming ceremony, which can take place several days or even weeks after the baby is born. These temporary names are based on the day of the baby's birthday, and they have their origins in the Yoruba culture, but they are also used in other cultures across the country. The belief is that the day of the week a baby is born has influence to their personality and future success, so these names hold great significance in Nigerian culture. Today I'll be talking about what it will be like to give birth in ancient Nigeria. Childbirth was a sacred and significant event that was surrounded by various cultural traditions and practices. Women played a crucial role in sustaining their communities by giving birth, and the entire community was involved in supporting and protecting them during the childbirth process. This video will explore the cultural traditions and practices surrounding childbirth in ancient Nigeria, including preparation practices and stages. We'll start off by talking about the role of traditional birth attendants in ancient Nigeria. Also called TBAs, they played a vital role in assisting women during pregnancy and childbirth. They were highly respected members of the community who were knowledgeable about the birthing process, including the different stages of labor and delivery and how to manage any complications that may arise. TBAs were responsible for ensuring the safety and well-being of the mother and the child and they provided emotional support to the mother during labor. To become a TBA in ancient Nigeria, women will typically train with experienced TBAs or learn from their own experiences. TBAs were often women who had themselves experienced childbirth or had developed the necessary skills and knowledge to assist other women in the communities. Additionally, TBAs would often use herbal remedies and other practices to ease pregnancy symptoms and pain during labor. We'll go on next to talk about dietary restrictions in that time. Dietary restrictions during pregnancy in ancient Nigeria were strict, and women were often advised to follow certain dietary restrictions to ensure a health pregnancy and a safe delivery. For example, women were advised to avoid eating certain types of foods, including spicy or oily foods which were believed to cause discomfort and, di and digestive issues. Additionally, women were advised to avoid eating foods that are believed to harm the unborn child, such as bitter cola, a popular snack in Nigeria, which was believed to cause stillbirths or premature deliveries. On the other hand, women were encouraged to eat foods that were believed to promote a healthy pregnancy and a safe delivery. For example, Women were advised to eat protein-rich foods such as eggs, meat, and fish, which were believed to aid in the development of the baby's muscles and tissues. And women were also encouraged to eat fruits and vegetables, which were believed to provide essential vitamins and minerals for a healthy pregnancy. Herbal remedies during pregnancy and labor were strict too, and herbal remedies were 
commonly used in, in ancient Nigeria to manage pregnancy symptoms and ease pain during labor. These remedies were often provided by TBAs who were knowledgeable about the medicinal properties of various plants and herbs. For example, women were advised to drink tea from the leaves of the Iwikara plant to ease morning sickness, while the Iwe Akintola plant was believed to aid in labor and reduce pain during delivery. Additionally, TBAs would often use traditional practices to ease labor pains, such as massages or the use of hot compresses. These practices were believed to promote relaxation and reduce anxiety during labor. Communal support during childbirth in ancient Nigeria was serious, and childbirth was seen as a communal event, with the entire community involved in supporting and protecting the mother and child. Women would often be surrounded by female family members and friends who would provide emotional support and encouragement. They would also be responsible for ensuring the mother's comfort during labor, such as providing water, food, and other necessities. Birthing locations in some cultures were were strict too, and women were encouraged to give birth in a specific location, such as a special birthing hut or room. And this location will be cleaned and prepared beforehand, and specific rituals and prayers will be performed to ensure a safe delivery. The hut or room would be often decorated with traditional artwork and symbols of fertility and childbirth. The location of childbirth would vary depending on the community and the resources available. For example, in the Igbo culture, women would often give birth in their own homes, while in some parts of northern Nigeria, women would often give birth in a designated room in the home of the TBA or an elder in the community. Traditional jewelry and clothing during labor was fun for women at that time, and women in ancient Nigeria would often wear traditional jewelry and clothing to provide protection and enhance their spiritual strength. This jewelry and clothing would vary depending on the community, but often involved beads, cowrie shells, and other decorative items. The jewelry and clothes were not just for decoration, but also had a spiritual and cultural significance. For example, beads were often believed to have protective powers that could ward off evil spirits, while cowrie shells were associated with wealth and prosperity. The clothing worn during labor was often brightly colored and decorated with traditional patterns and symbols. In ancient Nigeria, postpartum care was a critical part of the childbirth process. After giving birth, women were considered to be in a state of vulnerability and required extensive care to ensure their own and their baby's health. This care would often last for several weeks, during which the time the women would receive massages, herbal remedies, and special foods to help her recover from childbirth. Rest and recovery were one of the most important aspects of postpartum care. Women in ancient Africa and Nigeria as a whole were encouraged to rest for several weeks after giving birth to allow their bodies time to recover. During this time, they would be attended by other women in the community who would provide assistance with household chores, cooking, and child care. Massages were another critical aspect of postpartum care. Women would receive massages to help stimulate blood flow and promote healing. These massages were performed by experienced family members or TBAs who had been trained in traditional massage techniques. The massages also helped to relieve the pain and discomfort that often accompany childbirth. 
Herbal remedies were also commonly used during postpartum care in ancient Nigeria. These remedies were believed to help speed up the healing process and restore the woman's strength. Some common herbs were ginger, turmeric, and fingurik. These herbs were often brewed into teas or taken in the pill form. Special foods were another essential part of postpartum care in ancient Nigeria. These foods were believed to help replenish the woman's strength and recover, the, recover her with the necessary nutrients to recover from childbirth. Some common foods included soups made with chicken or fish, porridge made with grains such as mille, sorghum, and dishes made with leafy greens and vegetables. After all of this postpartum care was, was um, dealt, dealt with, naming ceremonies were typically held in a few days or weeks after the postpartum care was finished. The timing of the ceremony depended on the, on the Pacific culture and the family's preferences. In some cultures, the ceremony was held on the seventh day of the baby's birth, while in others it was held on the ninth day. Naming practices varied across different Nigerian cultures, but there are some similarities. In many cultures, names were chosen based on circumstances of the child's birth, such as the day of the week and the time of the day or the location of the birth. For example, a child born during a rainstorm might be named Ayo, which means joy in Yoruba. In other cultures, names were often chosen based on the family's history. The child might be named after a grandparent or other family member, or the name might have a specific meaning that relates to the family's history or traditions. Names were often chosen based on the qualities that the family hoped the child might embody. For example, a child might be named Hidina, which means God is good in Igbo, to express the family's hope that the child will be kind, generous, and loving. In some cultures, the naming ceremony was also an, ex an opportunity to assign a guardian spirit to the child. The guardian spirit was believed to protect the child from harm and guide them throughout their life. The spirit was usually chosen based on the child's birth circumstances and the family would often off offer gifts and sacrifices to the spirits during the naming ceremony. The naming ceremony was also an opportunity for the families to receive blessings from their ancestors and the community. The family would often offer drink, food, and other gifts to the community members who attended the ceremony, and the community members would offer their blessings and support to the family. In some cultures, the naming ceremony was also an, an opportunity to perform traditional dances and music. The ceremony was a way to celebrate the new life and bring joy to happiness and uh, to happiness to the family and the whole community. Overall, childbirth in ancient Nigeria was a sacred and important event that brought the community together to support and protect the mother and child. Traditional practices and beliefs were an integral part of the birthing process, with women relying on traditional methods to manage pain and recover from childbirth. While modern medical practices have now replaced some of these cultural methods, the cultural and significance of childbirth in ancient Nigeria continues to be an essential part of Nigeria's ethical and um, child identity. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you guys are interested, listen to all my other episodes where I delve into the aspects of Nigerian history. Thank you guys so much for listening. Now it's time to tune out.